Hello everyone, my name is David Deckel Hills. Wondering what this next year holds in store for me. You see, some of you might not know, but this is my last day of this year. Well, I guess that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Technically, we just came from last year, but for me... This is the last time you'll be hearing me being 22. I'll be 23 the next time we meet. Ah, uh, man. This version of me was... Or this week I wanted to just talk about the changes that I made from 21 to 22. See, this 22nd version of myself was more successful, I believe. Yeah, I lost a lot as well, but I feel like 21 lost a lot too, and he had way less of an idea of what he was doing, I think. Not that I have that much more understanding. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I uh I was just going through the motions a lot there, and I'll try not to do that as much in the next version of me, the 23rd David. I wonder what he'll be like. I wonder how cool, how much cooler is he going to be? <clears throat> he'll still probably have the same issues, but uh, hopefully he's able to conquer more of them. Like I, me, David 22, I did a lot. I accomplished a lot, I feel. And even though I lost, again, a lot of those skills, I learned how to drive, and now I'm not really too confident in my driving. I gained the ability to work at a high rate, but now I'm, like, in an ocean, and it feels unknown all the time. Essentially, I want to not only learn new skills and talents but i want to maintain i want to be able to rapidly call back upon those things and not have to worry about oh i've lost this oh i'm not really that talented in that i want to maintain i want to lock in my power you know uh i've also been learning a lot from my job because as I mentioned in the past, I'm on a bit of an off-season. I'm rolling on to a new project. So during that time, I'm doing a lot of uh, online learnings and web videos. And some of them are really, really intuitive. I'm learning a lot. And I just wanted to share a little bit of a theme that I, that I found. Because I oddly found a theme of change, which works well with uh, today's episode with what's been on my mind recently, all that, it was kind of weird how, how much that fit together. But anyways, the first thing that I saw was pointing out, it was, uh, it was a whole video dedicated to pointing out that whatever idea you might have, the opposite may also be true. Let me think of what the uh, examples he used. The examples were uh, in the United States, uh, we view the block, the name, the name of the block is 
there isn't there isn't really a name of the block itself. We name the streets and then the buildings and things are the spaces in between the streets. So when we want to say something is like on 54th Street and then 60, 67th Avenue, for example, that's what would that would be the block that we're talking about. But in Japan, it works more like, OK, uh when someone is when someone acts what block you're on, you don't say the streets, you say the block. The streets themselves are now the spaces in between the blocks. Like they name block 10, 12, 11. They say block 10, 11, 12, 13, things like that. But they don't have names for the streets. So when they need to know an address, they name the block and then the house number. And the house number is not really in, um, it's not in really numeric order like it is over here in the States, but instead it's in the building order of when that building was created. So that's how they count it. It doesn't necessarily go in a row either. That seems pretty confusing, but I guess if you're living in Japan, you're used to that. That's the way things are. And I can't imagine coming from here, from Japan over here and then seeing how things are now. That must be super confusing. But those were some of the examples that he gave where. Hmm. Another example he gave was. Another example he gave was the way doctors work here. Uh, when we get sick in the States, we go to the doctor and then we pay them for whatever medical bill we have. However, in Japan, it's more like, okay, whenever you're not sick, that's when you're paying the doctor. And when you are sick, you that you don't have to pay the doctor anymore. That seems wild. Like, I'm guessing it's amounting to the same amount. Like, there's no way that it could be. I'm guessing that it leads to the same amount being charged. But that just sounds crazy. Okay, so you're paying for all the times when you're healthy because that means that the doctors are doing their jobs. They're keeping you healthy and alive. However, when you're starting to get sick or when you're dying, that's when the doctors are not getting paid. That's when they're like, oh, man their job is essentially not being fulfilled those are just a couple those are just some of the examples that uh the guy in the video said and he just wanted to point out yeah uh keep in mind he just wanted to point out how it was and i found that interesting how differently we think and differently the world things you know and when dealing with change, when when changing, you have to keep that sort of thing in mind. You have to be open minded. You have to be like, OK. Not all of it is going to make sense to me. Some of it will literally be the opposite of what I'm accustomed to. However, that doesn't mean it's any less valid. It isn't any less. Uh, uh, solid, in fact. Uh, 
So that so that I guess that teaches a flexibility in mind to try to like keep your mind open towards new things. Uh, another lesson was about adaptability, like literally on the nose change. I love how everything's aligned. <laughs> uh, so in that one, it he was more talking about the different ways that you can be adaptable. So to be different, uh, the people who are adaptable usually don't fit into a crowd. Uh, be interesting. So in other words, have hobbies, have things that you do outside of your work, be brave. And so that's like starting to go a different direction. I guess that ties into deep being different, but in a different way, you can be different, but also don't be afraid to try new things, I suppose. Oh, and then the last one was be, was to have charm. So be personal, in other words, Pers be personable. Now, this that one was a little bit difficult for me. I don't really know how to be personable. That feels like <laughs> that feels like something that I'll have to learn because I don't know. How do I know if I'm personable? Like, do I tell by the enormous amount of friends that I have? Probably not. I don't have that level of friends that say that i'm personable i like to believe that i'm nice and well-mannered and when i speak with people that's usually the vibe that i give off but other than that i don't really have a lot of people around me i kind of just like to select the people that i connect to the most with and those are the those are the few people that i hang around but the bond with them is stronger because we share a lot in common uh, but they said that the guide, their guide for that was more time in the pubs and cafes. So more time around other people, I suppose that is not going to be easy in these COVID times, but I'll see what I can do. The last lesson that I'm going to talk about today was the phases of change. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it was really interesting because they went in depth. They went in depth about how your mind deals with change, how you feel going through it. There are different ways that you interact with it. And I found that super interesting. I might watch that video. I might watch that video again, to be honest. But really quickly. So the first phase is letting go of the past. So. You have to disconnect yourself. You have to completely put it away behind you. There's a saying, uh, you can't uh, hold, you can't grab on to tomorrow with your hands full of yesterday's junk. Uh, that, <laughs> that can often not be easy, as I definitely figured out when moving from college to a full-time job that was not <laughs> that was not an easy task okay uh <laughs> i just hopped into a meeting only to find out that i was 30 minutes early so <laughs> extremely embarrassing but uh yes i believe that picking up about where i left off i was I um picking up where I left off 
letting go of the past is the first step in uh in in instigating new change when you start something letting go of the past is the first part of starting new change and they were very clear about this and they emphasized it a lot a lot of people don't actually end up going fully through with change because of that step they never leave that step even when moving on they they gave an example about a woman moving into a new apartment and she didn't stop comparing her new apartment to her old apartment and it just completely ruined her view of the new place yes there might have been the flaws in the new place but because of how she viewed the old place it it completely made everything in the new place irrelevant so the second phase is the neutral zone now they explained it as like a trapeze artist when they're in the middle when they are swinging off of the the one pole and they're about to reach the next pole they when they are swinging off of one pole and on i don't know how to word this when they're swinging from one pole to the next one uh rope to the next no, it's these, uh, you know those things. It's like the sticks that they are on. They they usually have their legs out, and then they'll fling over to grab the next pull, next uh, stick in the air. I got to figure out what that's called. Jeez. But that time when they're in midair, they don't really know if the next pole is going to come through. They don't really know about their their next move all they can do is hope that everything works out that the timing is good that the the movements are right that the pole is solid but for those seconds that might even seem stretched out to minutes it seems like everything is in the air and that is an extremely uncomfortable feeling because i feel like in the trapeze artist case Bruh, they know. They can see the pole right there. I can't see the pole. When I leap off of one, I'm literally just jumping into the abyss. I have no idea what awaits me on the next side. I just hope that there's another pole waiting for me. I'm reaching out, hoping that I'm going to grab something. And that is extremely scary. But... The third step is the new beginning. Now, this is the final step of the change process. Once you get to the new beginning, if you've done the last two steps properly, you're good. If you've gone through the last few fa- two phases uh, properly, you're good. All you got to do is start up, establish your base in the new world, and let everything go. Now, there's obviously a lot more that was told in the course i'm just trying to give a little bit of a summary of what i learned and took away from it and what i enjoyed about it but it really hit home for me because i am someone going through a lot of changes at once very fast so this was extremely helpful in fact all of these courses were really helpful uh but i want to be true to my word even though it is gonna be my birthday tomorrow i gotta uh I got to make sure I get everything ready. I wanted to, before I left, read a couple of poems 
but I don't know that I will be able to. Hold on. I had them pulled up, and now they're gone. Great. Before I go, I wanted to uh, read a couple of poems. I know that seems kind of whack to some of you, maybe. But that might, that might seem kind of lackluster, but I feel like on top of everything that I've already gone through, on top of the learnings, sometimes you just got to sit down and read a little bit. You got to see what other people have been moved to say when they think about change. And also, I tried to write this week, but I was procrastinating heavily. I don't. That's one thing that I got to leave behind in version 22. Me, 23-year-old me, I hope that you don't procrastinate as much as 22-year-old me did. And me now, I can't. I can't. This is, this is it, like, it gets to the point where sometimes I don't even understand what I'm doing. My mind is just lost. But, uh, so the first one is by Rachel Rooney. It's called Advice from a Caterpillar. All right, here we go. When I was an egg, I too clung on to leaf, in shaded safety, hidden underside, and fastened by a pinprick of belief, I dared to dream I was a butterfly. A hunger hatched, I ate the home I knew, then inched along the disappearing green. In every shedding skin that I outgrew, became a hundred times the size I'd been. And now, I'm spinning silk to fix my spot. Outside remains. Inside, I'm changing things. This caterpillar is planning on the lot. Proboscis and antennae. Four bright wings. So keep on clinging on, my ovoid one. For who you are has just begun. I felt like that was pretty cool. Uh, it was a, the animal that changed the most in my childhood like every time change was talked about it was always the caterpillar so if there was a lesson that uh we could learn from him that's always good that's always that's always a uh that's always a uh, reliable source my boy mr caterpillar the next one is by aaron hansen and i don't really see a name here I don't really see a name for the poem, but so I'm just going to go. Ba I'm just I don't know. I'm just going to go and say, oh, here it is. The next one is by Aaron Hansen. I believe it is called If You Cannot Be a Poet, Be the Poem. I don't I don't really know. Uh, the way that I looked it up is a little bit weird. It doesn't really have the title at the top, but let's just get into it. I heard someone say, if you don't change, you do not grow. But I waved the thought away. For who were they to think they know? I'd always stayed the same. I'd always stayed the same. A heart that thrived within the cold, and I had no desire to change. At least that's what I had been told. But deep within my mind, a thought grew suddenly. A thought grew slowly, bit by bit until I felt trapped in my skin, for it no longer seemed to fit. 
There's a whole world sitting out there, changing every day, changing every single day. That proves it's nothing to be scared of. If you do it the right way, for a day afraid to turn into night, we'll miss the silver moon. For a day to turn into night, we'll miss, we'll miss the silver moon. And a flower that refuses to change will never get to bloom. I had thought I was a thorn bush, only good for snagging clothes. But if you do not dare to change, you'll never find out you're a rose. That was pretty good. Aaron Hansen, you 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 have a way with words. I I kind of envy that ability. I am attempting to write myself, but that was really nice. It was just a couple of poems on change that I thought you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed. But without further ado, I'm going to end things here. You've been listening to David Deckel Hills. No. You've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills, number 22. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>